Welcome to the Hidden Why podcast. This is episode 896. This is a series of my motivational rants, and I'm discussing the happiness equation. Enjoy. We're live. Welcome, motivational rant. I think I'm going to talk about happiness. It's the uh, constant search, I think, for all of us. If you were to ask yourself the question, what's the underlying purpose or underlying motivation or the underlying pursuit of life and really contemplate on that and think down to you know why you do everything you do i really believe that you'll probably find that it's it's you're searching for joy you're searching for this deeper sense of happiness in in life and for a long time i thought it was freedom i thought freedom to do what i want with my time freedom to say what i wanted to do freedom to be wherever i wanted to be um, to be who i wanted to be was the the paramount pursuit of life and then i realized that it was deeper than that that level of freedom actually just helped create that level of happiness that i was in search for and still in searching for and i think happiness is what we are all looking for and often i think we've already got it there i think happiness is available to all of us and you can just look around the world at some of the some of the third world countries that live out there and you can see the people and the conditions that they live in and you'd think geez how could they possibly be happy and then we look back home and we look in our own backyard and see all the stuff that we have available to us all the the uh, luxuries i suppose you have um and i can tell you i've traveled to these countries where you walk around the streets and they do generally seem happy there's something about their life even though they don't have all the glitz and glamour and the luxuries that we may be privileged to have here they seem very happy and and if you look back home there seems to be a lot of unhappiness and perhaps it's because we don't appreciate the fact that this is enough this is absolutely enough and there's probably more to that i mean deeper um, underlying things to being enough and having enough and and um, being satisfied with with that and that could be you know we're always chasing more we're chasing towards goals and achievements and rewards and certainly from what i've read and researched and experienced myself those rewards those outcomes aren't what creates happiness it's actually that process to those rewards that create it Um, as long as those rewards and outcomes are what create meaning and purpose and um, a level of importance for you in your life so it's about the process and there's a lot to unpack in that process what is the process about well it's about your work it's about your relationships it's about your health it's about all these different things that form part of that journey that create that level of happiness so that's what i think it's about and that's why i started to realize when i was living in japan that this is enough you know i have lots of things to be grateful for and i became quite content with my spot in life right then and i found this level of happiness that was was great and it goes up and down my happiness to be honest and i think it goes up and down for everyone but if we can just continually focus on these bigger questions, you know, the purpose of life, what's the meaning of my life, what's the journey all about, how can I find more happiness, perhaps we can really align our lives to be on that process a lot more better. Perhaps we can align ourselves with our values and the things that are important so that we can enjoy this journey and be happier during that process rather than waiting for an end goal or an outcome and for a certain day in a point in time where everything's going to be perfect because nothing will ever be perfect there's always going to be pain and suffering and even in pain and suffering there can be happiness there can be joy there can be lessons that will help you 
learn and live life to a better degree. So that's what I want to talk about over the next few rants is happiness and some of the things that I've learned and read about. And I'm actually reading a lot about it at the moment. I've got a book I've just finished called The Algebra of Happiness. I've got another book called The Happiness Hypothesis or something like that. Um, a lot of research and reading that I do around this topic. Um, and a lot of it makes sense to me. Um, and I'm sure it'll make sense to you too. So my rant today really is the happiness equation. That's what I want to talk about for the next few rants. And today, just understand that this is enough. What you have right now is enough to give you a good level of happiness, um, as long as you can tap into that and appreciate that what you have is enough. And that's the hardest challenge. Contemplate on that and we'll um, touch base soon. Enjoy. Good morning, welcome. Motivational rant, day two, talking about happiness. The happiness equation I've titled this series of rants. And I talked about enough, you know, being enough and being satisfied with enough. And it's a really hard thing to do, I think. Um, but once you come more aligned with what's really important in your life and what you really value, you can start to realize that all those things in life that actually bring you happiness uh, are probably quite available. And we're just looking beyond it. We're so, well, I am definitely always looking into the future towards our, our bigger dreams and ambitions and goals. And sometimes we forget to just pause in the moment and really appreciate what we've got right now and appreciate for it being enough. Um, they talk about happiness being the pursuit, the pursuit of happiness. And happiness doesn't come by the outcome, the end goal, the reward. Happiness actually comes in that pursuit. Now, if you look at Buddhism, Buddhism said life is suffering. Now, if that is the case, then the pursuit would be sufferable. And what would be the point of it? And they actually teach that, you know, we need to really let go of attaching ourselves to things, attaching ourselves to our desires, attaching ourselves to certain goals and ambitions. But I also think that we need to live life as fully as we possibly can. And so happiness does come in that pursuit. So it's it's a sort of fine balance like most things in life. And it's, it's a hard thing to find those balance. I think what we need to do is understand that happiness is in the pursuit. But we need to make sure that that journey they're on, that pursuit they're on, is something that's guided from deep within, something that's guided internally, not externally. And I think where we go wrong in our education system, and this is something that I'm strongly you know, passionate about, believe, is that we, are, as teenagers, we're sort of brought up through education, taught English maths, all that sort of thing. And then we're let, released into the world and expected to go out there and create a life and a f rich, fulfilling life and a life with happiness. And I think what we do, as soon as we're let go out of those gates, we become guided externally. And we are never taught really how to do that self-searching, do that inwardly you know, looking for, for what's really important to us, value searching, searching for what's important. And rather than doing that work, which is critically important, we just get set free and we then attach ourselves to external expectation and demands and the status quo. And we just go on this journey, not the journey of our own, but the journey that we think is the right journey. And I think that's a big part of where we go wrong in society. And so we then go on this journey and we attach ourselves to all these dreams. We're told that, you know, work hard, earn great money, and then you can buy nice things. And what we realize, and I'm going to talk more about this tomorrow, is those nice things, those luxuries, maybe don't actually do us any happiness. That hard work, maybe that work doesn't bring us happiness. So it's really about, I think, doing that inner work and searching for what's really important to you, what you really enjoy, and then aligning that process, that pursuit, your work, whatever it is, with those things. So making sure your work, because work is not the problem. Work is great. 
as long as it has meaning to you, as long as it gives you a sense of self-importance. So it's really important to line your life with that work that gives you meaning. Make sure that pursuit, that journey is guided from an inward place, not an external place. Because then those things, those luxuries, like if you're not a car person, like I'm not, you know, cars are a great head turner, but that doesn't actually matter in the, the pursuit of happiness. For me, it's about practicality, you know. I don't have to worry about my car. People that own nice, luxurious cars end up costing them more, cost them more stress, cost them more time in stressing about it. Yes, it might be a good head turner, but does that actually provide them any greater help, happiness? That's just one simple example. But I think really it's important that we align the pursuit of happiness with what's important to us internally. I think that will help us reach that level of happiness quicker. And I think if in the pursuit of happiness, we can actually still have goals and ambitions and dreams, then that's fine because we're going to actually enjoy working towards them. We're going to enjoy the process of moving towards them, even though sometimes it might suck. The work that we do might be hard. There might be some challenges, some obstacles along the way. It will have meaning to us. You know, that, that grander picture of what we want to achieve will have some sense of significance. And that's where we can find that happiness. It's not about letting go of those things and losing attachment to our dreams and goals and desires. It's about finding some balance and making sure that we're aligned with what's important within. Hope that makes sense, guys. Hope you enjoyed this rant. Cheers. Good morning. Welcome. Motivational rant. Talking about happiness. This week, once again, always talking about this subject because I think it's bloody important. And today I'm going to talk about stuff, the things that we own end up owning us things that you own end up owning you. You've probably heard that rant before, that comment before, that quote before, and it's pretty true. The, the stuff in our lives, we keep accumulating stuff. I mean, you look at the world economy at the moment, we're just a consuming society. You look at most people these days now have storage containers. They have places where they can actually store extra stuff, which is ridiculous really when you think about it, isn't it? I remember when I moved to Japan and um, my wife then followed me probably about five weeks later and she came with basically um, two suitcases and maybe an extra one full of our clothes and everything basically that we had. Yes, we had some stuff back at home in a container, some furniture and bits and pieces that we wanted to hold on to. But when we did that transition to Japan, we didn't really have anything. Um, we had a house and we bought a few things to, to live with, but we were very much minimalist. And the contentment and the happiness of that experience for me was just brilliant. And I think as a society, we keep chasing more. We want to have the bigger, shinier things. We want to outdo our neighbors so that we can feel good about ourselves. And I don't know about you, but I know certainly when you get a new item, I've actually recently bought a new phone and there's that moment of, you know, um, excitement and a little bit of happiness, I suppose. I call it superficial happiness. You get that new phone and you're sort of excited for maybe a week, um, but it just dies off. It becomes another tool, another thing that, that you own. And I remember owning properties as well. And owning properties, it actually gave me a bit of a headache owning um, a few properties. And it actually added extra stress and pressure on my lives. Yesterday, I was talking about, um, you know, a nice new car. And I read it in a book the other day somewhere. And yes, a nice new car gives this perception that you're, you're successful, that you're doing well. But if you look deeper, a lot of these people have these mortgages behind their car. Um, there's a lot of costs associated with having a luxury car as well. And I think sometimes it's, yes, it's a head turner. But does it actually provide you any deeper happiness? Probably not. Um, and I think the stress and alone that, that, that can come with those sort of items um, can be actually detrimental to your happiness as well. 
I think it's important that when we look at purchasing something, we have to really ask ourselves why. Why are we purchasing this? What does this actually aim to help me with? Because often we're going out there and purchasing something just for the sake of having something new, just for the sake of consuming. And perhaps there's that little bit of um, dopamine release, that excitement of you know going towards something, the anticipation of buying something new that can give us that, that feeling of happiness. But once we put it there and put it in our lounge room, then suddenly we're putting plastic sheets over it because we don't want to ruin it. I mean, what a load of rubbish. Like, why would we do that? I think the things that we own should have a purpose in our life. And I think it's probably a great task and probably timely this time of the year, I'm thinking about doing it myself, is just looking around my immediate environment saying, okay, what is in my environment that really doesn't serve a purpose, that's not actually giving me anything that I can just get rid of so I can eliminate more things, my wardrobe, my office, anything like that, where I can just eliminate, get rid of, and clear up the clutter so I can just focus on more important things in life. And I think that's where stuff um, goes wrong in our lives. I also think that we continually can never win, you know, because if you buy the better car to keep up with your neighbor and suddenly you've got the nice car, then they buy the next best car. I heard a story about Rolex recently. Rolex was the watch to have once upon a time. And then people started buying these Rolex watches, the CEOs, the managers, etc., etc. And then the Rolex became mundane. It became just a normal item. So we had to go to the next best thing. And that's what keeps happening. It's conspicuous consumption. It's buying stuff so we can make ourselves feel good so we can make ourselves to the public to others uh, look like we're successful or doing well you know and i think that's that's not the way to, to towards happiness yes there's some things luxury items etc that are going to be good and perhaps you know go out there and do it but i think what we'd rather invest our money in our time in is experiences you know having really quality experiences with family with friends going on travel trips things like that i think experience over items is going to bring you towards happiness much greater pace Guys, that's my rant for today. Pretty long rants this week. I hope you're enjoying them. Let me know what you think and we'll speak soon. Cheers. We're now live on Instagram and we're live on Facebook. Motivational rant talking about the happiness equation. Continuing on from last week's conversation where I talked about a few things that I think is important as it relates to happiness. And really the underlying theme is that I, I believe for all of us, we're in search for a deeper sense of joy and happiness in life and certainly that's something that I've connected with certainly something that I still search for and trying to figure out how I can find that balance the happiness equation balance so that I can live a full ambitious life achieving the things that I want to achieve but also ultimately living with happiness and I talked about a lot about the pursuit you know happiness in the pursuit and I believe it is that process the things the journey that we go through that's what happiness is all about but what elements of that journey really help assist with that happiness. It's not about the end goal. It's not about the outcome. It's those elements um, on that journey that really help us live with that deeper sense of joy, satisfaction, happiness. And people, people in our relationships in life is absolutely fundamentally at the heart of a lot of our happiness. I would almost argue that relationships and people in our life are probably one of the, the primary foundations of happiness. And without those relationships, without those people in our lives, our happiness um, and suffering would be much more immense. And you look around the globe, I mean, we talked about last week, you know, possessions and how possessions and material items don't really bring us necessarily a longer term sense of happiness. Um, we talk about experiences, and I think experiences certainly, for a lot of us, we can, we can relate to experiences, we can remember experiences. Um, I remember an experience where it was, we went camping and it was rainy and the, it was just miserable. 
but it was kind of happy and and the reason why it was happy because it actually forced us my family myself to to be more together we had to work together to uh, fight that weather i remember a couple of occasions actually where weather on a camping trip sort of brought us closer as a group and, and those relationships is what we remember about the trip and yes whilst it was miserable and not pleasant um, there was a sense of happiness and deep sense of joy in those trips because we were together with the people that we love. And I think you can relate to a lot of experiences in life where those people on that journey with you really add to that level of joy, add to that level of happiness in that experience. And I think that's what it's all about. If you look around the globe, um, there's a lot of third world countries and, and you can do some research. There's a lot of research out there that has been done around happiness and um, even you know sex workers and people living in extreme poverty claim to be quite happy in their, their ways, even though they're, you know, for most of us, we would consider that pretty miserable sort of work or miserable sort of uh, lifestyle. They actually claim to be quite happy. And, and the reason for that is because they have these relationships, they have these tight knit communities and groups where they all look out for each other. They all have this greater sense of belonging. And that actually provides them with that level of happiness in life more than anything else in the world. And, you know, if you look at that, um, that's what it's about. I mean, that's what we really need to be focusing on most days is how can we enhance those relationships in our lives, whether it's with our immediate family, um, people outside, maybe people at work, um, even strangers, you know, how can we enhance uh, every day one little way to make our relationships that much better? Maybe just by smiling a bit more at the people that you walk past in the street, maybe by saying g'day, maybe by helping someone out with their groceries or whatever it might be, you know, how can we take this opportunity of relationships and people and really trying to enhance it every day because I believe if we really create that consciousness around people and relationships in our lives and really start to focus on how we might be able to enhance that every day perhaps then we'll find a greater sense of joy in life as well happiness and people man it's fundamental without relationships um, we are nothing we are all dependent on relationships everything in life everything living is dependent on other things other relationships or relationships with things and so it is fundamental to happiness it's fundamental to life and there's there's great books out there there's one um, about people that um, have loneliness or people who are suffering uh, depression perhaps and one thing they found is that the lost connections that there's actually a book by Johan um, Hari I think it is and he's got a book called lost connections and he talks about that fundamental aspect that is missing in a lot of people's lives, especially those people with depression and deep depression. Um, they just don't have those relationships in their lives because we're all isolated and hidden behind doors these days. Whereas it used to be, you know, we used to get out there often a lot more, get out there into the communities, community dances, religion, um, churches, whatever it might be. Um, whatever it is that you're doing, it's, it's about congregating around people. There's actually been a study that I read about in a book called The Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell. And he, um, I talked about this study about a, a group it was an italian community in, in the us and they were just fascinated why this italian community was living such long lives and they looked at their foods and the diets there was nothing really stand out that was unusual about anything but what they did find in the end was that these this group of italians they were in each other's lives they had this sense of belonging and togetherness and they would walk the streets in the middle of the day and they would stop and make time to just yarn with the neighbor just you know, talk to whoever was there. If someone was not uh, doing too well, um, the neighborhood would be in there and, and trying to help out where they could. And they discovered through their study that the relationships in that community is what actually helped them live longer. And certainly that's been 
proven in many different studies now that relationships, strong relationships in our lives, not only happy with uh, relate to our happiness, but also our longevity as well. So fundamentally, guys, people, relationships, it's what it's all about. Hope you enjoy. Cheers. Good morning. Welcome to the Motivational Rant. Today, the happiness equation. Talking about happiness a lot lately. I'm always thinking about happiness and how I can improve my own happiness and sense of joy in this journey of life that we go on. Uh, and I'm sure most of you do. I think it's the fundamental thing that we're all really chasing in life, the uh, deep sense of joy and happiness that can be found on the journey. And we've talked a lot about uh, many different aspects and elements that can really help us enrich our happiness in life. And today I want to talk about adversity or suffering or pain, uh, the challenge. I think a lot of us see a challenge, um, maybe an obstacle, maybe the adversity in life, the pain that we go through, whether that's through the loss of someone or something or um, just not really finding your spot and your purpose. Um, there's so many different things that can sort of eat us up inside and cause that level of angst and, and pain and suffering. Buddha said life is suffering. I think that's quite, quite harsh, but it's quite insightful too if you want to really contemplate it on life is suffering. But that doesn't mean happiness and joy can't be found if life is suffering in that suffering. And I think a lot of us see adversity as something that is ugly and not nice and certainly not happy. And certainly many of us would probably agree that you can't find happiness in suffering. You can't find happiness in adversity. But perhaps if we flip it on its head, we can find happiness in adversity. I would actually say moving towards goals in life, your dreams in life. When you move on that path, there's always going to be that level of challenge. You're always going to come up against things that just don't work out as planned. That's challenge. That's adversity. But you know what? In those moments, there can be lessons that you can learn that can really help you move forward and can help you, your own personal growth, can help you on that journey. And I think there's happiness in that. I think there's happiness in those learnings in life. And I think in those deeper moments of suffering, there can be absolutely deeper moments of joy found in there if we go within enough and really reflect on it. So I think adversity is, is not a bad thing. I certainly wouldn't say that we need to go out there and chase adversity. But I certainly think if we do face adversity, if we do have suffering in life, maybe rather than getting all wound up in how that's affecting us and how that suffering is so terrible, maybe we could actually look at it with a positive, optimistic sort of view and find, go in deep into that suffering and try and find where the happiness lies. Because I think there is happiness within suffering. Hope you enjoy, guys. Have a good weekend. Cheers. Good morning. Welcome, Motivational Rant. Um, been carrying on with this theme of happiness and the happiness equation and trying to figure it all out. I talked about a lot of interesting things and I really like thinking about happiness. Um, and having these thoughts, I think in the morning it in inspires me and sort of helps keep me on track as best I can. And uh, that's sometimes a big challenge, I think, for all of us. Today I want to talk about balance. And there's, there is a reality out there that we, we live in this world uh, together. We live in a society um, and we're dependent on relationships and all that sort of thing. And a lot of people talk about happiness that's within. And, and I think that's very true. But there is a balance there. You have to align what's within you and what your desires are, your internal values are and things like that with what you're doing in the external world as well. Because all those things bring balance and harmony. And that's what really creates that happiness. And if you're out of whack, if that's not aligned, I think that's where we really cause ourselves some anxiety, some disease, and 
I'm certainly at the moment feeling a little bit of that actually. I've been quite anxious lately and uh, struggling to sleep a little bit. And I think I've just come to this realization that there's just that there's that missing link, there's that missing alignment. Um, it's like if your your bone joints are a bit out, it's going to cause some pain. So you've got to bring it back into alignment. And that's where we align what's within us, what, what our values are, what our dreams are, our desires, our goals, our strengths, aligning all that with what we're doing in the external world as well. Because we can sit there and we can meditate, we can be peaceful in our own little shell, um, but the reality is that's not how life operates. You know, there's there's so much happiness that can be found out there in the real world, in the external world, um, but it's about aligning those two things. So when we look at that, we have to look at, okay, well, what are we doing day to day in our careers? What are we doing day to day with our health, with our growth? These are very, you know, things that really matter to our overall happiness. But if they're not aligned with what's within, then we're going to have that incongruency and that's going to cause friction or burn, which is the suffering or pain that we experience. And that's the the opposite or adverse effects of what we really want to achieve, which is happiness. So I really think that when you're feeling that level of adversity, if you're feeling that level of suffering or pain in your life, sometimes it's looking at, okay, how am I actually living day to day? How are my behaviors, my actions, my thoughts, my beliefs? And where's the discrepancy between the actions and beliefs uh, as opposed to what I actually want to be doing within? Where's the discrepancy between the external world and what's values and 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 you know uh, strengths that I hold within? And then it's finding that misconnection and reconnecting that thing. So that's a good time of the year. I think this is a great time of the year to really reflect on these things. And I, I'm just going through this sort of goal setting process myself at the moment. And I might talk about that over the next couple of weeks, but really just aligning yourself with what's important to you. What are your goals? What are your values? What do you want to achieve? What's the happiness within? How can you find that happiness? And then what do you need to do externally? What are your behaviors and what are your day-to-day tasks? What's your career like? What's your relationships like? What do you need to do externally to really bring those in alignment? And that will create that level of happiness that perhaps you desire. Cheers, guys. Good morning. Welcome to today's Motivational Rant, guys, live here on Facebook and Instagram. How you going? Uh, today, I've been, uh, I'm going to finish off my talk about the happiness equation. So for the last couple of weeks, I've done a few live videos about happiness. I believe it's the primary pursuit for, for most of us, if not all of us. Um, obviously, there's some other biological pursuits for us, survival, the need to reproduce. But I think ultimately what we all strive for is a deeper sense of joy, a deeper sense of happiness in life. Uh, today, I'm going to talk about the ultimate life map. Now, the ultimate life map, for those of you who don't know, I do like to write. I don't claim to be a radical writer, but I certainly like the process of writing. And I've just uh, written a new book called The Ultimate Life Map, which is about the the passion of the pursuit of happiness. Um, and that's what I want to talk about today. What I'm going to start with is the do, have, be model. A lot of us live our lives by that model. So it's do, have and be. So what we do, we go out there, we get educated, we go to university, for example, um, we get a job, get some promotions, and we do all these things so that we can have X, Y, and Z. And, and usually those X, Y, and Zs that we want to have are based on sort of external uh, expectations and demands and keeping up with the Joneses and comparison and things like that. So we go out there and want to have all these things. So we have a car and we have a house and then we get a promotion and then we have a bigger house and a bigger mortgage and a couple of cars and then we have some kids and then at the end of all this after we do and have these things we are in some sort of a state of being um, and usually 
most people aren't in a happy state of being and, and ideally what we want to be in is, is a happy or happier state of being. I'm not saying that's for everyone. I think there's a lot of people that are happy out there, but if you look at some of the stats and one of the ones I always go back to is 85% of the workforce aren't happy with their jobs. And if you're not happy with your job, which is where you spend majority of your time, probably um, a third or two thirds of your day, every day of your waking hours at work, if you're not happy with that, then it's a good sign that perhaps you should be looking at life a little bit differently. And that's where I'd like to reverse that model. And this model is not my model. It's, it's a model that's been around for some time. And that's where we look at how we want to be and then what we want to have and then how, what we're going to do to be like that. So we're just flipping the model around. And that's where the ultimate life map comes in. And that's where I start with the life compass. And that revolves around your why and some, some tools to help you really get connected with that why and there your values, your dreams, things like that. So it's really starting off with that how I want to be. And ultimately, I think we all want to end up with this greater sense of happiness. So we need to look within first to understand what's really important to us. And then from there, once we know how we want to be, we can set up our lives in a way that's going to be conducive to that state of being. And that's where we have to look at, well, what, what do we need to have to be that way? The Ultimate Life Map is designed, it's, a, it's sort of a tool, almost a universal tool that everyone, I think, can tap into to really look at what you need to have in order to be that way. And the, the being is really up to you. That's, that's your part. That's what's your why, your purpose within you. Um, it's really what's important to you. And that's going to be different for all of us. But then the, the doing part, I think there's some things there um, like health, growth, relationships, a few universal things that we can all tap into and all try to create practices around to help us really create that sense of being that we want. And ultimately, at the end, we're gonna target that deeper sense of joy, deeper sense of happiness. And that comes from fulfillment and freedom from how we are living our lives. So guys, that's the ultimate life map. The book is currently, I'm, I'm hoping it's finished before Christmas, but I really don't know. The book is uh, hopefully gonna be out this side of Christmas, if not early in the new year. I will have electronic copies um, and I'll have hard copies as well. There's a bunch of you that I'm going to give copies to. If anyone wants a copy, feel free to reach out. Um, and yeah, it'll be available on Amazon and all that sort of thing as well. So check it out, The Ultimate Life Map. Guys, that's the end of my rants for this Happiness Equation series. I hope you enjoyed and we'll talk soon. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen, guys and girls. That is my solo rant for this week. Guys, I really hope you enjoyed it. I hope you've received some value. Guys, it is my goal, it's my wish that each of these episodes that I do, you are left feeling a little bit more inspired, perhaps even a little bit more educated. I want to really share with you my thoughts, my perspectives, the things that I'm learning, perhaps even some tools and practices that can help you transition from a life with unease, a life that is sufferable, a life that is maybe filled with hate or regret, to a life that is beautiful, a life that has a deeper sense of joy and happiness present at each moment, regardless of the pleasure or pain that you might be experiencing in that given moment. Guys, if you love The Hidden Why, if you love what I'm doing here, you can support the show in a number of different ways. Firstly, you can subscribe, subscribe to the podcast and subscribe to my newsletter at thehiddenwhy.com. If you have the time and haven't already, you can leave us a review on iTunes. It's a one to five star review with a quick comment. 
You can also connect with me, guys. I love your feedback. I love your suggestions. I love your comments. So connect with me at thehiddenwire.com. You can leave comments in any of the show notes that you listen to there. You can also reach me directly through my email address and then in any of the social media platforms available there. You can also support the show by using the Amazon links within each of the show notes. And that does help support the show. Guys, that's really it. Other than that, go out there. Breathe more passion into every single moment. Do everything with greater purpose. And in doing so, you will discover your hidden why. You will discover a life with greater meaning, freedom, fulfillment, and happiness. Thank you.